0: Welcome to Gateway Church Cymru, a church where anyone can be transformed by the story of Jesus. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's Word. Good morning, and this morning we're really excited to continue our new series that we're going through on Sunday mornings. And this series is called Hope Overflowing, and the main scripture for the series has been Romans chapter 15, and verse 13, where it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, as I shared last week, this series has come about from God, speaking to me clearly about what he wants to say to us, Gateway Church, at this moment in time. so the first week of this series, we looked at what hope is. And we've seen the hope, biblical hope, is a confident expectation and desire for something good in the future. And then last week we looked at the foundation of our hope, which is the grace of God. If somebody asks us the reason why we have hope, we can say it's all because of the grace of God. You know, we've been saved by grace, called by grace, sanctified by grace. We've been able to believe the truth of the gospel by grace. And we have this eternal life all because of the grace of God. And so this morning we are going to continue our series, uh, this series all about hope. And the title of today's message is Keeping Hope Alive. Keeping Hope Alive. And if you've got a Bible this morning, can you please turn to Romans chapter 15. And we're going to read just verse 4 of Romans 15. And it says this, For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us. So that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. You know, the Bible tells us that the moment we are born again and surrender our lives to Jesus, we receive a new hope. 1 Peter 1 verse 3 puts it this way. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead. And so from this moment on, we we have a new hope. When we surrender our lives to Jesus, when he comes into our life and he becomes our Lord and Saviour, we have a new living hope. He is our living hope and he is our living hope forever and ever. You know, right at this moment in time when we surrender our lives to Jesus, We've got to be on, guard, on our guard straight away because there's this great mistake that can take place right in this moment. Satan, realising that he, he may have just lost one of his victims, he begin to attack you with his lies. All his lies will come your way. He'll try to bombard you, discourage you, to pull you away from believing in Jesus. You know, one of his most common devices is to sow this thought in your mind. What a wonderful experience that is. You know, I'll never forget it, how good it is to be free. You know, I don't need to struggle anymore with guilt, temptations, fear, and sin. Now I can go about my business in peace and happiness. You know, it sounds good, doesn't it? But there is a lie in it. Those struggles will never stop. It won't stop this side of heaven. Yes, Jesus has won the ultimate victory. He paid the price for us. He took the punishment that we deserve for our sin. He bore our sin upon himself on the cross. The ultimate victory has been won. But there is a spiritual battle that is now going on. And our future here on earth, it's not always going to be peace. It's not always going to be happiness and uh, you know great things going on. It's not always going to be like that. It is a battle that we have been born into. I you know immediately this incredible experience of this new hope that we have is already being threatened. And so the point of my message this morning is that when we are born again we are born for a battle and it's a battle to keep our hope alive. I you know this battle it can only be fought and won with the word of God. Let me say it again when we are born anew by the spirit of God we are born for a battle. The battle of perseverance, the battle to hold fast to our confession of hope, the battle to not shift from the hope of the gospel. And you know this battle can only be won and we can only stand firm until the end and it can only be won with the word of God. And so to instruct us and encourage us in this battle, we're going to look at this this passage again, Romans 15 verse 4, this verse. And there are just three truths that I want to share from this verse this morning. And we'll read it again. Romans 15 verse 4 says, For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. So the first truth that we see from Romans 15 verse 4 is that the word of God is given for our instruction. I know we're going to focus on this first because I believe we're prone to skip this step as believers. You know, all of us who have been born again, we become desperate to be encouraged by the word of God. You know, God's, uh, the encouragements that we find in God's scriptures are put on, you know, magnets uh, uh, and all these different things on key rings. You know, you can have them on your card as stickers on your bumper, all these different things. We're always looking for the encouragement, the great verses to hold on to. And that's good. But, you know, as a result of that, we can often become impatient with the need to be instructed by God's word. You know, God's word isn't only there to give us a good feeling and to make us feel great. It's to teach us as well, to guide us, to lead us. It's not only there just so that we can have a nice feeling in a moment in time. It's there to instruct us in the things of God. You know, it says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to 17, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. John Piper, he says this, he says, we would often rather have the fruit without laboring in the vineyard. So the first lesson in this verse is that the Bible is for our instruction. It's literally for teaching us. You know, we can't just depend on on the pastor's sermon or my sermon or other people's sermons or thoughts or devotions. We must be willing to learn what the scriptures teach if we expect to be encouraged by the truth of Scripture. We need to understand the word of God. We need to correctly handle the word of God and so so that we can interpret it correctly and that we can be encouraged by it to endure till the end. Now I'm not saying this morning I want all of you to turn into academic scholars. And I don't want to put the Bible out of reach for anybody so that people think, you know, this book is too hard, it's too difficult, it's only for those who've got degrees in theology and all this thing. I don't want to do that. But there is a great truth in the fact that the better you can read the Bible, the more accurately you will grasp its teaching, and you will then have the resources of hope at your disposal. It says in 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15, it says, Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved. A worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. So we should give ourselves to understanding this teaching. We should give ourselves to studying the scripture, not just reading the scripture and going through a a step-by-step plan. You know, I believe Bible plans are great, but we need to... We need to spend time digging into God's word. We need that systematic diet of instruction. You know, not just a few crumbs every day. If we're going to fight successfully to maintain the full assurance of hope to the end, we need to understand them and to be taught by scripture. The second truth that we find in Romans chapter 15 verse 4 is this, that all scripture is intended by God to give endurance and encouragement. You know, the second point in this verse stresses that the instruction and lessons from the Bible are not just for our heads, but they should be transferred then for our hearts. You know, the word of God, it will. It we take it into our minds first, but then it's got to transfer into our hearts. You know, when the, when the instructions of the Bible are properly understood, they produce endurance and encouragement within our spirits, or steadfastness, as it says in other translations, which means the same thing, means endurance. You know, it's what we have to keep our walk going in the Lord. You know, when we feel miserable, when we met with all kinds of opposition, we need to have the word of God ready to encourage us, to strengthen us, to keep us going. You know, where does endurance come from? It comes from the word of God. If you want to be somebody who's still following Jesus into your 80s and your 90s, and goodness knows how old, then we need to hold fast to God's word. We need to take in God's word. Endurance comes from God's word because, again and again, the Bible it will give you God's perspective on things, and that biblical perspective will make a hard situation endurable. You know there are difficulties, struggles that come our way, and you know sometimes we look to other people for advice and for help and for guidance. But actually, if we would get into God's word. God's word can instruct us on how to handle our situations and it helps us to endure those trials and those storms and those difficulties. You know, as I said, we can be so foolish on times and turn to everyone else for help or just give up. But when we turn to God's word, it gives us strength to keep on going. Listen to what Psalm 1 verse 1 to 3 says. It says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. The person who meditates on God's word endures. Endurance comes from meditating on the word of God. And I believe that's an art that's been missing today in many Christians' lives of just sitting in the scriptures. You know, I, I watch a lot of cooking shows. I like to watch all these cooking programs. And what a lot of the chefs like to do often is they take a piece of meat and then they have all these different oils and these spices and, and they cure the meat in these in the, these spices and in these oils so that the meat takes on their flavor. They marinate it in that. And, you know, by doing that, that meat takes on all of that flavor and it makes it even more delicious than what it would be on its own. And it's the same with our lives. You know, as I said, even just a little earlier, I believe Bible plans are great. We need Bible plans. They help us to read the Bible and to keep focused. But sometimes we can be so caught up in just going through that Bible plan and ticking off the days instead of sitting sometimes and marinating and meditating in God's word. You know, there might be moments where God is trying to say something specifically to us. And we can't just rush on to get through that plan. We need to sit in God's word and hear what he would say. It could be for a day. It could be for weeks. But, you know, we've got to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and to see what he wants to say to us at a given moment. We need to meditate on God's word and not rush on. And that's why I believe it's vital and it's important that we pray before we read God's word so that we are open and sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit, that God would speak to us through his word. Not that we would go through it like a handbook or a study guide, that we would actually speak, hear God's voice speaking to us into our very situation. Endurance comes from meditating on the word of God. So if you want to have staying power, if you want to endure to the end in the path of of costly obedience, then I want to encourage you to turn off your phone, turn off the TV and meditate on God's word. And finally, The third third truth that we see in Romans chapter 15 verse 4 is that all scripture has this goal. To sustain our hope. You know there are incredible stories of endurance in the Bible. There are words of encouragement. But the way that these stories and these words actually make a difference in our lives. Is that these stories and these words of encouragement, they sustain our hope. It's hope that keeps us going in those tough situations. It's that hope, you know, Christian endurance is not just gritting our teeth. uh, You know, it's not just willpower against all odds. As believers, we are driven and sustained by hope. And the stories of people and and the struggles that they've gone through in the Bible are there to encourage us and help us to keep hoping, help us to keep believing. You know, Christ commanded us to, to keep going through this world. Filled with difficulties, filled with tribulations. Because if we do, one day we will be with him and we will receive our reward. You know, the strength to endure comes from the hope before us. And the hope before us comes from the word of God. You know, your own feelings and all the wisdom in the world is going to tell you again and again, it's not worth it. You know, I've encountered that. You know, I've heard those lies. Being a pastor isn't worth it. Giving up my job in a school, it's not worth it. Maybe you've heard those lives. Being a husband or a wife isn't worth it. Being a mother or a father isn't worth it. Being honest at work isn't worth it. Spending evenings in a midweek ministry which, which is quiet and, and shrinking isn't worth it. Staying sober isn't worth it. You might as well just give in and have another drink. Staying poor before marriage isn't worth it. Just sleep around like everybody else is doing in this world. Staying in that job because it's a bit difficult isn't worth it. You know, that's why... Our feelings will often say, and that is what the world will often say. But it's not what the scriptures say. It says in Psalm 55 verse 22, Cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 16 says, For though the righteous fall seven times, they rise again. But the wicked stumble when calamity strikes. Romans 8 verse 31 says, What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? And this is my favourite, I love this one. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16 to 18 says this. Therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are re- being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is on un- uh, unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. You know, obedience is always worth it. We endure to reach heaven, to reach the age to come, that eternal life, the presence of Christ, that infinite joy forever and ever. So as we come to a conclusion today, you know, I'm sure you've heard of that motto, no pain, no gain. But I want to turn it around and make our own slogan. No hope, no cope. You know, maybe you've come here today and you're struggling to cope and to keep going through that situation. Maybe that storm that you're in at the moment is too hard. The pressures around you are too difficult and you feel like giving in. And all hope is gone. You know, without hope, there's no way that we can get through these difficulties. But the way that we fight against this, the way that we keep our hope alive is to remember the truth found in Romans 15 verse 4. That keeping our hope alive can only be fought and one with the weapon of the word of God. I pray that you'll begin to fight with the word. And that the word of God will begin to create a hope in you. And that hope will, will be alive within your hearts. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe. And check out our podcast channel for past episodes. For more content from Gateway and to connect with us, go to Gateway GatewayChurchCymru.com Co.uk. Have a great day.